Anna Sanders and Ben Savage with their version of Way Over Yonder in a minor key. Woody Guthrie's words put to music by Billy Bragg. 
for the wonderful Wilco Billy Bragg Mermaid Avenue project. And Hannah and Ben do a fabulous version of it. Fresh from the critical acclaim for their second album, 2018's Awake, Hannah and Ben have just released a new single, Hidden Things, and they're coming on tour to North America this May. There are special guests on Folk Roots Radio today. It's great to have you guys join us. Hey, Jen! <laughs> so I think you're on the road, aren't you? We are quite literally. We've just pulled over. We have our last show of our UK tour tonight. So we're on the road between Brighton and Oxford. And it is like, it's 21 degrees here. Actually, it's hotter than that, it's now telling me. So it's ridiculously beautiful. So it's a perfect day to be chatting to you. It's great to have you join us. Now, you must be pretty happy with the way things are going. Two albums into a career. You've just recorded three new singles. Things really seem to be starting to move for you. <laughs> ah, uh, thank you, Jan. Uh, well, we love what we're doing, and we're always humbled that, that it is good for other people too. So, um, so, yeah, we love what we do. So you both grew up in music. Uh, I think you came together, though, through your local folk club, didn't you? Yeah, that, that, that's kind of right. I play uh, with uh, another band called The Willows, who are also based in the UK. And uh, I've just finished uh, a, a longish tour with, with them. And um, when you finish tour, you, you try and do anything to not play the same songs that you've just played for the last month. So... So I went down uh, to a, a club near me in Cambridge, which at the time was called the Portland Club, and uh, to play some music. And uh, and as uh, luck would have it, Hannah had just uh, moved to the UK from uh, a long period in the US, and so didn't know anyone. And uh, it was pretty much the first time uh, uh, Hannah had played out on her own, I think. And so it was total chance that we uh, we met each other that evening and started playing some music together. So it was uh, very fortuitous. Did it seem like a natural fit from your point of view, Hannah? Definitely. I felt like, um, I think I had grown up in a folk singing family and I'd always loved the uh, sort of act of collaboration. When I had come back to music uh, for, for a brief time at the end of my period being in the States and I was playing with uh, Liz Simmons now of Low Lily, it was wonderful to kind of share the experience of old songs with somebody. So having moved back to the UK in 2013 and feeling like I had to get back to music, I had to kind of make music the center again, but get, doing things by yourself to be a lone wolf in that way, it just wasn't in my nature. So <laughs> I was really grateful when Ben said, Hey, how about if you want to do some recording, I can make it, you know, I'm, he, um, Ben is a fantastic, uh, recording engineer. So he said, I can you know, help you. And, uh, I was so grateful. And then it just, it just kind of fell out from there as all the best things do. It was quite organic. And I think, Ben, you produced Hannah's solo debut, Charms Against Sorrow. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So that's the first recorded work that we, that we did together. And um, that was uh, uh, primarily a collection of songs um, that, uh, that Hannah uh, knew from uh, often from the singing with her family when she was younger. We recorded that, that record. Um, when did that come out? 2015, was it, I think? And we toured that together mostly with, with me as a, in a kind of back in band role if you like the nature of again like i say of, of touring is that you try and play loads of things that you don't have to play every evening in all the gaps <laughs> so uh we ended up singing all these these duets and and writing and arranging duets um kind of in the gaps between the shows on that tour which is when we first 
ended up with all, all these duets, basically, which is the, the genesis of the two duo records that have, have come since. And both those duo albums were recorded in Toronto. Now, I'd like to get into the albums in a few moments, but I do want to step in back into the music before that. We started off with your version of the fabulous Way Over Yonder mm-hmm. in a Minor Key, uh, Billy Bragg's music, Woody Guthrie's lyrics. And that's from the Awake album. And I think that's one of the songs you like to start your shows off with, isn't it? It is. You know, it is absolutely. Like This song has been with us. I, I just feel like it's one of those songs that resonates really deeply uh, for us and for lots of other people. And we have tried, we've tried to record this song so many times, Jan. It's one of those songs that's just every time we lay it down, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't kind of seem like it has the magic. But we were finally happy with this last version. So, yeah, we like to open our shows. It's, a, it's kind of a mainstay in our sets, really, this song. It's certainly a beautiful song, and I do love your Thank version you. very much. I want to step back into the album just now and play a song that Ben takes the lead on, A Thousand New Moons. Tell us a little bit about this song. Okay. Uh, well, um, this, uh, this song, I guess, is a, a song about, about endings, I, I guess, but about them maybe not always being finite and not always being such a negative thing so yeah i guess it's 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 got it's quite zen in that way i I guess when i was uh writing the song i i came across uh a line in uh in rumi's book of love concerning uh, a thousand new moons and it 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 resonated with us uh, a lot so uh that that's uh, that's part of where those lines in the chorus come from uh, or at least influenced by it's interesting you should mention Zen when you talk about the mysteries of your songwriting, because it seems like a lot of your songs are kind of designed to really draw you in. And we'll get back into that a little later in the interview. But let's listen. <laughs> let's listen to that song now. This is Hannah Sanders and Ben Savage with A Thousand New Moons from their wonderful 2018 album Awake. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio. And I'm Jan Hall. An autumn dusk You slipped away And you left the love inside We're on the floor I went for you The loveless light The wind swept you in your hands for love for love drink the lakes warm the lands for love for love may a thousand new moons light on the dancing of soul the mountain wind Sky 
space in your hands for love, for love. Drink the lakes, warm the lands for love, for love. Leave a space in your hands for love, for love. Drink the lakes, warm the lands for That's Hannah Sanders and Ben Savage with A Thousand New Moons from their wonderful 2018 album, Awake. Hannah and Ben are our special guests on Folk Roots Radio today. They're actually in the car on the way to a gig. So if you hear a little bit of road noise in the background, it's because <laughs> these people are up and at it and getting ready for <laughs> what I think is going to be their final show in the UK before they head over to North America on tour. Now, I was interested in the fact that you ended up recording both of the albums you've done so far. They're both critically acclaimed, Before the Sun from 2016, and then the most recent album, Awake, from 2018. You recorded both those in Toronto with the wonderful mm -hmm. David Travis Smith, and I wanted to give you a chance to talk about how that happened. <laughs> ah, thank you. <laughs> this is a bit of a dream for us, actually. When we were talking about making uh, Before the Sun, we drew up a wish list of all of the people that we would want to have uh, produce it. And, uh, you know, after you get through the silly list, you get to the kind of actual sensible list of people that you really would like. And David, we'd loved so much of the music that he had produced over the last couple of decades. And uh, we had, uh, he was right at the top of our list. So we, we had um, the Dutch courage of a bottle of wine. And we shot him an email just going, hey, we're a duo from England. You won't have heard of us. And we love you. We love your music. We want to make a record with you. Funnily enough, we didn't hear from him for months and months. <laughs> Finally, when he'd obviously cleared out his inbox, he shot us an email, which was extraordinary to us. We'd kind of lost all hope. And he said, hey, hey guys, I love what you've sent. Uh, send some more. Let's have a chat. And um, again, like all the good things, and you feel like the universe is, is working in good flow with you. We immediately all really got on and found that we shared such a, a, a wealth of commonalities in our musical tastes and approaches. So we went out to Toronto and we recorded Before the Sun with him. And it was just a beautiful, immersive, uh, creative experience. He's a very immersive and a very... Um, 360 musical thinker you know he he sees everything he wants he from from so many different perspectives he's not a white gloves man at all so it was a wonderful learning curve for us and uh, we're really proud of that record and then it seemed natural to go back and do it all again definitely yeah i i think i think um as hannah said uh david's a very immersive maker of art and 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 so so are we and i think that that meant that we we formed a pretty pretty strong bond by the end of Before the Sun, and it certainly was one of those projects where we we got to the end and we felt like there was there was so so much more left in 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 you know our our combined um, creative potential, I guess, and so we we were yeah it was it was so logical to to go back and 
and kind of continue that musical relationship where it left off. And that was what was so exciting about Awake. It was it was probably the happiest uh, album making process I've I've known in my life. I think it was you know because we'd already done that kind of getting to know each other um, right through a record. You know we'd never met David uh, at the beginning of Before the Sun, and we were recording within about half an hour of. <laughs> of hanging out uh, of landing in the country even so it was pretty you know full on and um as with I felt like we all everyone everyone knew what everyone else was about for awake and it was it was so relaxed and uh and every, yeah it was a lovely thing and um and yeah we we owe David a, an awful lot for our, our career because it, yeah he's uh, he's such a huge part of our our recorded output well, you know, what I love about David's production work is that he really allows the instrument space to breathe and also the vocals. And, you know, with your style, you know, because you like to do these intimate duets around a single mic uh, and, you know, your instrumentation is really pretty simple. You know, just with the mountain dulcimer, the mm-hmm. dobro and the guitar, you really need somebody who's going to allow things to open up. And I think... To me, that really fits with the style of your music generally, and I would say with your live show, doesn't it? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, David is a master of of color and uh, and presenting things that are beautiful and simple, hopefully, uh, uh, amongst uh, amongst beautiful landscapes, or and 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 just you know, just slightly tweaking things that happen behind you know, a kind of a very clear focal point. And, and that's a real skill as an engineer and a producer. Um, and, and I guess it helps. I mean, we're all, we're all total record junkies and perfectionists, uh, all, all three of us. And, and so, um, we're all, we're always, uh, we're so driven to make, we want to make beautiful albums, you know, and, uh, and he's totally buys into that. So yeah, <laughs> the sessions are often, uh, often long and, uh, and intense but um we love it i'd like to dip back into the album uh into the awake album for another song just now before we start to talk about your new work and i want to play the song seven this is another beautiful song tell us a little bit about this one hannah this is a a song that i wrote i'm always very inspired by um sort of folklore of, uh, of the places I've I've been lucky enough to live in, and uh, this takes as its chorus a, a little piece of a kind of folk rhyme, if you like, about the uh, the counting of magpies uh, and the meaning of uh, you know trying to to look for auguries, trying to look for meaning in the natural world is is a big part of Awake as a record and and for this song. And this was written for a friend of mine who was waiting for something wonderful to happen, and you know was constantly looking for signs to see whether it was on the way. So that was the inspiration behind this song. And I think we should add that um, you have a PhD in anthropology. Is that right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was my uh, that was my uh, my world before uh, before all music. <laughs> and I think it, am I right in thinking it was uh, the 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 subject? I mean, you could give us the full title if you like, but I think it focused on contemporary <laughs> teenage witchcraft. That's correct. Yeah, I was, yeah. Uh, I was interested in. Uh, I was my research was on uh, teen subcultures in in esoteric and. Uh, uh, occult areas. So it's very. I'm, I've always had an interest in uh, in that which is hidden. You know, I I just think that's so cool. I mean, I think you're both wonderful <laughs> as musicians. But then, you know, I love all the backstory. I guess that's why I love to to do interviews that that get into depth, that gets you a chance to to learn more about the artists. 
And was that part of the reason that you have tarot uh, tarot cards throughout the um, the little booklet that comes with the Awake album? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I guess we um, like us well, like Hannah said uh, uh, earlier in the interview. Uh, we're pretty immersive with the album recording process, and I, I think regardless of how try how hard you try on tour and how good your live show is, for for whatever reason, you can only be maybe. 75 percent at the most focused on on the material uh at any one time in a gig really and the song itself because there's so many distractions when you're playing live you know what's the sound like the lighting's different every night how many people are in you know when's how long have we got left and and so so really uh, the recording process for us is is our one chance to properly give these songs whether we wrote them or whether somebody else wrote them once upon a time give those songs everything we have and try and explore them in the, the fullest way we can. And so we, we use so many different ways of doing that. And, uh, particularly around awake, we, we used, uh, we used tarot a lot, uh, to, to just think differently about the, this material and, uh, and, uh, and, and the recording of it a lot. So we wanted to just share a little bit of that in the, in the artwork of it. And so, you know, some of it uh, is, is some of the, the things that we found um, while we were doing that. And we just thought it might be a bit different and give people a different angle on uh, on the way that we, we're thinking about these things. It certainly uh, makes for a very interesting read. You know, one of the things I, I miss in this streaming age is the fact that a lot of people, if they don't actually get the album, miss out on so much. You know, they do get Absolutely. the wonderful music, but they... They miss the liner notes, which certainly from a radio point of view are, are hugely important. Uh, but also learning more about, you know, the perspective of the artist about why they decided to uh, write those songs. And also, why did you decide to actually sequence an album that way? I, that's something else that I think we are starting to lose is that sequencing is hugely important when you're actually making a recording, whether it's vinyl or a CD, but suddenly... I find that with myself, you know, when I load my music and into my computer, it's all changed. <laughs> oh, you're, you're oh, yeah. speaking our language, Shan. We, we love you for this so much. <laughs> we, I mean, we were just talking the other day about how, the, how, how sitting down to listen to a record as an activity, just in and of itself, just to listen to a record from beginning to end, is, gonna, is a kind of lost skill, you know, or is, is certainly a diminishing skill, and how in an age of streaming and downloading, which has all kinds of benefits of its own for makers and listeners, that that, that ability to sit down and, and share the focus with an artist who's made that work and put things in that order for you to take you on a journey, you know, to, that's, that's, the, that's the intention of all art, isn't it? To kind of transform us, even just for the duration of, of engagement, to try and sort of change something within us. So you've got to stick with it, you know. So that's why art becomes important to us. So it gives you something to listen, to look at whilst you're listening, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. And on, and a lighter note, on a lighter note, you'll be entertained uh, to know that we were fully aware that uh, the song Seven is at track six. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was actually intrigued that you put it in the album with the beautiful instrumental, which unfortunately I can't play today, but I have played on this show before. Every night Thank when you. the sun goes in, they shared the page, and I always wondered: was the was there you know more meaning in that when they were actually on the same page at the same time? I think that instrumental is, which is a, a, of course a, a beautiful old American song, uh, is is where the melody comes from. 
we we were not sure where to put it. So as we were we were constructing the the flow of the record, uh, we were really conscious of what song it would it would fit between, and uh, and so we let the, we let the tarot guide that. <laughs> we let it tell us where to put it <laughs> accordingly. Well, I think the tarot is telling us to get back to music. So let's play <laughs> the song seven now. This is Hannah Sanders and Ben Savage with Seven from their wonderful 2018 album Awake. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. You never know the sorrow behind closed doors I've gone Hannah Sanders and Ben Savage with the song Seven from their most recent album, 
awake. There are special guests on Folk Roots Radio in the car heading to a gig in the UK, if you can hear a little road noise. But I also gather you now have three new singles. Um, we're going to hear one very shortly, which is Hidden Things. I'm intrigued to know why you decided to record the three singles. Now, I gather that they're all focused on the whole issue of, you know, space and place and and how we fit into that. But I wanted to give you a chance to, to talk about why three singles and why you decided you wanted to move forward in that way. Well, it's interesting because you're totally right to have, have, have said earlier on that, that, that typically Hannah and I do think in, in albums and that, that is a, I think that will potentially always be our, our favored recorded art form. But uh, we did just at the start of this, this last album process and we will record another album the only thing about it that's a drawback is that sometimes between writing or arranging the songs and them coming out on onto a record and you playing them live there's such a huge gap and you spend most of that gap worrying about whether anyone will like anything <laughs> <laughs> so so we were real keen this year to change that just just at the beginning of the, of the year and um and share something pretty fresh. Um, you know, that these, all, all these three singles we arranged or, or wrote, um, um, very recently. And we wanted to share it straight away with everyone and, and, you know, whether they make it on an album or not, we'll worry about later. But, um, we wanted to just, you know, do something a bit quicker and a bit more spontaneous with everyone. And yes, uh, they, they are all, um, to do with our, our thoughts on the spirit of place and, and how, 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 landscapes and and places can relate to the stories around them and from them and so um yes they, they've all been written written in in different countries uh in the world particularly when when uh, as as uh, britons <laughs> when britain's relationship with uh with the, certainly with the rest of europe is is so uh so strange at the moment and so changeable we, we thought it was a kind of poignant time to 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 do that and so so yeah we're sharing these these three songs over the course of this year um hidden things being the first uh, which uh, was written in sweden so i'm intrigued about that because i know and which i i feel funny because i'm talking about the hidden things song earlier than we're actually going to get to it because we started oh to sorry <laughs> no 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 my no 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 apologies necessary at all but i i wondered when you're talking about hidden things whether and you you know you during the the song whether there was actually you know raising those questions about things in the uk that had had been hidden that were now starting to you know come to the the surface people questioning you know their place you know not just in the country but in europe and obviously you know how britain reacts to the world and i i did wonder if there was any brexit flavor that wove into this song <laughs> definitely i mean it's you can't you can't escape it here you know there's i mean it's 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 been for for two people that make kind of very quiet music that wants to bring a tiny tiny piece of joy joy is really in short supply here right now um and it's it's incredibly sad to see a country so um at odds with itself partly because it, it, it doesn't know where it belongs in, in, in a much bigger context. It's not certain about what the future looks like. So for, whilst it didn't start off in that way, in fact, the song started off being inspired by a, a book written by a friend of mine of the same title. And so many of, her, of the other singles, all the other singles, in fact, also are, are kind of inspired by that, that relationship between ourselves and, and the place we find ourselves in at any given time. 
this is a very complex time to be in Britain. <laughs> and, and there is a lot hidden, a lot unsaid. And what is said is sometimes we wish it was hidden. <laughs> I'm trying, Jan, here not to be like overtly political. Well, but, any, you know, anybody political with a small p, you know, in that, yeah. in that, yeah. you know, you have a country literally divided, families divided, uh, you know, whole communities um, divided. Uh, it's incredibly sad and, and quite a, a scary time. Yeah. Well, if anybody knows me on social media, they know that my feelings are, are very similar to yours and, and, and very strong. Good. I, I left the UK in 1990, and it's still a very important part of part of my life. Now, with that introduction to the song that we're not going to play yet, <laughs> let's talk about these live shows, because you arrive in North America on Thursday, April the 25th, or that would be your first show uh, in New yeah. York. You have a whole bunch of shows, including Stops in Berry, Toronto, Markdale, London, and Flamborough in Canada. Uh, tell people what they can expect when they come to a show by Hannah Sanders and Ben Savage. <laughs> uh, well, uh, they, they're going to expect us. Uh, 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 our show is a is a is a totally single mic show. So, um, so there's one vintage microphone in the middle of the stage, and and we sing our duets with our four instruments, our two voices, and our four instruments. Uh, behind them and it's it's kind of intimate really for that reason in that it's it sounds very much like uh, you're sitting in our living room and, and we're playing to you and uh we uh we we want to bring people in and we we want to yeah it's a warm thing right hannah that's right we want to kind of almost make people we want to uh, include people and make everybody feel like they're actually in our living room so <laughs> it's uh it's intimate but it's fun and it's, it has moments of lightness and moment it, lots of sort of color and shade uh people have the opportunity to sing there's some singing as well you know there's uh there are old songs and new songs some that we've written some traditional songs from both sides of the of the big pond uh, and our hope is always that people leave us with a little more joy than they perhaps arrived with yeah, we want to move people, you know, and we want to move people for the right reasons. Like you said, there's so much in the world um, on both sides of the pond that, uh, that that probably move people for the, the wrong reasons. So, you know, we want to give people a chance to be moved in a, in, a, in a good way. Well, I'm certainly hoping that that definitely will happen. Having had a chance to check you out in concert, it is uh, a fabulous show that Hannah and Ben put on. If you want to learn more about their shows uh, not just in North America, but uh, also in the UK. Head to hannahbenmusic.com. You can check out all the links to all the venues. And again, as far as Ontario is concerned, they will be in Bury, Toronto, Markdale, London, and Flamborough in early May. It's been great to talk to you guys today. I know you have to head to Oxford for your show today. We're going to finish with Hidden Things. And I did want to just say how much I love the video for Hidden Things. An absolutely oh. beautiful video. Thank oh, you. Thank you very much. Yeah, you know, what I love is the way that it weaves the rural, which I, was that Norfolk that that was filmed in? I was wondering where that was filmed. But the rural side with the, uh, the city Cambridge side. Well. Cambridgeshire. That's the, that's the Oh, that was yeah. Fens in Cambridgeshire. It was absolutely beautiful. That's why you thought it was Norfolk. It was very yeah, flat. Yeah, very flat. <laughs> very, well, very Fen-like. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, it's been great to, to talk to you today. We're going to finish with Hannah Sanders and Ben Savage with their new single, Hidden Things. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio. And I'm Jan Hall. And Hannah and Ben, thanks again for spending the time to talk to us and safe travels. Thank you so much, Jan. It's thanks, lovely Jan. to chat. Lovely to chat to you.
Quiet country. <laughs> 